I was not myself last night Couldn't set things right With apologies or flowers Hello, beloved audience, and welcome back to another episode of From the Shelf. How are you today, Anthony? Uh, tired. I worked last, or this morning, I should say. Also tired. I went to bed late last night, but that's well, okay. Stop partying. I can't. It's a problem. Jesus. <laughs> you, you, took too, you took way too much out of cocktail, Annalise. I'm be, we're, we're starting to worry in, in a matter of a week. Hoglin's Law. No, Always we, party. We had a meeting. Petey from the Bucktooth Gremlins came d- down. Yeah, it's down from where he is. Yes. And we all just had a meeting, and you were developed a problem in the short oh, spam I'm, of watching Cocktail. Yeah, in the week that we haven't recorded. I'll I've tell you what. To- I'll tell you what. Uh, she... She's not a. She doesn't play around. She like I got to make up for lost time. Here we go. She went double fisted on those drinks. Absolutely. Good God. <laughs> well, before we get started in this, I would like to. I just want to kind of start a new thing on our show. And at least if you watched anything new or rediscovered anything recently. Um, what have I watched? <laughs> uh, before I watched uh, Paradise last night. I uh, I By watched Shrek. Oh God, that's that's so shit. Well, <laughs> I love Shrek, but also. Oh wait, I thought you said Red. I'm sorry. Oh no 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 Shrek. Oh, oh no no Shrek isn't shit. Well, it depends on what Shrek it is, but. Uh, the first one. I would have watched uh, Shrek too. Yeah, we're we're gonna be watching it sometime in the next few days. But um, we actually also just finished our Harry Potter marathon. Um, me and my roommate. So that was fun. Um, I really want to get her to watch Lord of the Rings next. So uh, how are you going to make her watch Lord of the Rings? Are you going to make her watch the extendeds or the theatrics? Um, I don't know because they're already really long movies. Right. So, and oh my goodness, do you remember the weekend that we spent holed up in the house with mom and we just watched all of them? That was actually a really fun time. I don't know why very you made, fun. You made it sound like, it. oh my God, it was such a chore. That was a great memory. What are you talking no, about? No, 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 no. I wasn't saying it like, oh, that was awful. No, I loved that. I'm just saying it took a very long time. Worth it. So, it was worth it, definitely. But, yeah, we uh, went and saw all the Hobbit films with Mom. Yes, we did. We did. And I think possibly Uncle Pete, too. But it, Yeah, I, I think know. so. I was say, I don't remember if he went for all three with us, but I'm pretty sure. I know one of my friends went. No, I think he went for all three. And one of your friends, I think, went for the second or the third film. I think it was the second one. I'm the pretty one sure he, he, yeah, he went with all of it. For all yeah, of them with yeah. us. Yeah, that those are also great memories, but I'm going to try and get her to watch those soon. Um, and like I said, we just finished Harry Potter, so um, I'm going to do... Yeah, I definitely want to do Lord of the Rings and then possibly The Hobbit because that... I didn't want to do Fantastic Beasts, not because I, it's not a part of that universe, but it's not... It's not good. That, and it's just... It's not Harry Potter. I'm sorry, they they ditched Johnny Depp, but they keep the cult leader as Ezra Miller. Fuck you, Warner Brothers. 
Uh, well, <laughs> at the time, the allegations hadn't come out yet. Ezra Miller is a monster, and I hope he chokes on his own incompetence. I'm not defending anybody. I'm just saying at the time, the allegations... Look into what Ezra Miller has done, and you'll want him to go like David Carradine. I know this. And I'm telling I know. I'm going directly to the mic, and I'm telling the audience. Uh, Ezra Miller is a monster. Yeah, not good. I have not no good. shame in, in, in stating my opinion that I try not to, to avoid any controversy. But in this case, he's a monster, and I hope he, he gets put away. On that note... <laughs> I should say what I have seen. <laughs> that, yes. was a, that got dark really quick. Let's lighten this up a little bit. Um, Please. I watched the pseudo-sequel to Rocky Horror Picture Show, Shock Treatment. Oh, I've heard of that. I've heard it just has nothing to do with Rocky Horror. It really but... does. So honestly, we could do that at any given time. We don't even have to wait to do Rocky Horror. By the way, a Rocky Horror review is coming, folks. In the future, we will. In the future, yes. And I rewatched Smoking the Bandit because while our uncle was in town and we all had dinner, him and our stepfather would not shut up about the bandit car. Oh my goodness, because like I was talking with him on the phone the other day, not Uncle Pete, but our stepdad, and he was and I told him I've never seen Smokey and the Bandit. He was like, What? You have to see Smokey and the Bandit and oh I, my goodness. I showed our little brother Cameron a clip of them doing a jump and he was like, Wow. So I'm just gonna be like, Ed, I think it's time you need to show Cameron Smokey and the Bandit. I think he might like it. Cameron? Oh, absolutely Cameron would probably. From what, I, I he from what I've heard. I think he's so young and naive enough he's not going to get the adult jokes, so they're going to no, go probably. over his head. There's nothing too explicit about Smokey and the Bandit other than uh, the sheriff's dialogue, but I, again, I don't think he's going to understand it. He's just going to really pay attention to the car chases. Yeah, I think he would really like that, so... Yeah, so if, if, I if anything, this, he'll like that aspect of it. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, I watched that. And I and I rediscovered Smokey and the Bandit, and I also spend majority of the week watching the film we are going to talk about. And Annalise, what are we talking about? Phantom of the Paradise. Yes, one of my favorite films. Ugh. No, no, this is actually one of my favorite films of all time. Is it actually? Yeah, it is. Oh, I love this movie. Let's get right into some cast talk. Ugh. We have right, Paul. Take it away. We have Paul Williams as our main antagonist, Swan. We have. Will- he's kind of the main character. Yeah, yeah, because m- mostly later on in the movie, he kind of get like Winslow kind of gets shoved aside for Swan. Yeah, our phantom gets shoved aside for Swan, so... Yeah. Can we just call Paul Williams the main character? I mean, he's he's there, he's a selling point of the film. I mean, yeah, he's but he's also the first one that is listed on the cast when I look it up. Because um, it's, it's Paul Williams. Say it's Paul Williams. Um, but yes, so we have Paul Williams as, I guess, our main character, Swan. Um, then William Finley as Winslow, our phantom. Uh, Jessica Harper as Phoenix, um, and Phoenix. Garrett... Sw- Phoenix Swan sounds like a Muppet Show sketch. <laughs> Garrett Graham as Beef, 
Uh, um, Annalise's favorite character. <laughs> and then George George Mamali, I think is how you pronounce his last name. But George Mamali is Philbin. And you know, and you know, his name is a reference to something, right? What? His name is Philbin. It's a reference to Mary Philbin, the original Christine from the Lon Chaney Phantom movie. Oh, I did not know that. That's There's a lot of Phantom Easter references, Easter eggs out of the films that have been released up to this point. This has an 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Told you. Ugh, this is not a good movie. This is a great movie. What are you talking about? Ugh. You're just a, a Weber snob. It's not even that. I just, like, I wouldn't, I don't think I would find this to be a good movie even if I wasn't a Phantom fan. I'm looking at the IMDb uh-huh. of this film. Sorry, I just took a pause for no. a second. No, you're good. This so. is funny. Jessica Harper beat out Linda Ronstead in the role of Phoenix. Really? I'm assuming that's because of her, Jessica Harper's acting ability and not so much her singing. Because oh. how does anyone beat Linda Ronstead in singing is beyond me. <laughs> Linda Ronstead. What, what is she known for? And the name sounds very familiar. I just, I can't place a face. Just, she's done a lot. Ask our mother. Yeah, say I, I know she's probably done a lot because I know I know the name, like I said. Ask her um, mother or ask her uncle or ask her stepdad. <laughs> Alrighty. So now that we have cast talk out of the way, let's get right into it. So we start out with this uh this band singing a song called the, the band called the Juicy Fruits. Yes. I love them. <laughs> oh, I am so glad to hear that. I love them. I didn't think that, like, at first, like, at first I was like, eh, I don't know. Like, I don't know if they're the best singers, but actually, like, the voices really grew on me. And I actually, I really enjoyed. The songs their... are really good in this film. I don't care if you don't like the film. You have to admit the songs are excellent. Mm, not. I wouldn't say I like all of them, but like I, I do well, like. We'll get few. into the ones you don't like and what you do like, because this was Annalise's first time seeing the film, right? Mind you, people. So we'll get into that stuff here right. as we go along. But, but I love. Like, how, oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. I love how the the juicy foods just kind of stick around, but Swan keeps changing them throughout the film. Them. They start off um, as a fifties nostalgia band. I say the Juicy Fruits, then the Beach Bums. Yes, they become Beach Boy knockoffs. Yep, and then, oh, what was the last one? Oh, I don't remember, but they become a 70s pop group. It's like... um, 70s rock pop. Yes. And they're like back The Undeads, I think they're called? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it, actually, the Undead. I just still call them the Juicy Fruits. Yeah, honestly. (laughs) Because, I mean, that's what you're first introduced to them as, and yeah. it kind of just sticks. Well, they don't even call them the beach bums in the film. Like, when Winslow's in sing- or in that in Sing Sing, you hear the regular Juicy Fruit singing Faust. Yeah. Literally. Um, so, we're introduced to the Juicy Fruits, and, um, and we get, we also get a shot of Winslow. 
Yeah, trying to hijack himself into... Is this a TV special they're doing, or is it an actual I think concert? Well, what no, is this? Do, I think he was doing an audition. I think Swan was doing auditions for to find the opening act of The Paradise. I think. I, I, it really isn't clear what this exactly is. It's a showcase. Right. Who knows? Right. But Winslow pretty much... He, like glues his name onto the board of the Juicy Fruits, and then he just kind of waltzes on in and just hijacks and starts performing. You know, no one's around. Well, the Juicy Fruits were done at that point, but I put in my notes, and when he's gluing his name on there, I was like, that's not nice, Winslow. Yeah, we'll find out Winslow's not such a nice person when it boils down to. Yeah, literally. Um, One thing I also wanted to point out, another Easter egg. Um, The name of the theater that they're, like, performing at is called the majestic which is the home of the broadway phantom of the opera i think it's actually supposed could it be well this takes place in new york so is this actually supposed to be the majestic theater i didn't know it took place in new york so it's gotta be they it's in sing sing they get sent to sing sing and isn't that in new york I'm looking that up now. This isn't the <laughs> no, first I time I've heard of sing sing that's what, yeah exactly so i i, I don't yeah, know sing sings in new york Oh, okay. Well, still, nice nod. I, so, I mean, this came out before the Broadway show, so I mean, I know, but still, it's like if you can spot that if you're a a, a fan. Yeah. Okay. P H A N Phantom fan. Oh God. <laughs> no. Yeah. But I love how in the the Juicy Fruits performance, if you look in the background, you see the bass player just. Rocking a cigarette in his mouth the entire performance. Yeah. Not only in the seventies. Yeah. And only more. in the seventies can the singer just go up to his audience member to start molesting them. Oh my God, yeah. I was like, what the hell is going on here? Welcome to the seventies. He like beats up or like pretends to beat up one guy and then the other one jumps on the girl. These are audience members, by the way. Yeah. But as we Pan up, we, we're introduced to Philbin, and he's talking to someone. Yeah, we don't see his face yet, but he's like, I gave her everything, like, I made her who she is, and then I gave her to you. And, and, Swan, just, and Swan's just like, by the way, it's Swan he's talking to. What the yes, hell do you want me to do about it? So Philbin tells him to break her, and like, Jesus, typical we, music scene. Nothing we never thugs. go back. We never go no, back this, to that. This plot point just dropped. So, like, we don't know who that girl is. So, and then Swan overhears Winslow singing Faust. Yes, his his two hundred plus page cantata. He wrote it all himself. What the hell is a cantata anyway? It's a grouping of songs that tells a cohesive story. So it's opera or a musical. Kind of. Here, let me, I'll go ahead and look yeah, up. Yeah, I'm looking it up too, and what I can gather is it's pretty much that what you said, but it's, there's no acting in, involved in it, so it's just singing. Yes. Okay, sure, whatever. <laughs> so, but this is Winslow's l- absolute livelihood. For um, real, he takes this shit very seriously. Mm-hmm. Also, I need to point out something. Okay. There are so many times 
that these people just look directly into the camera. Oh yeah. And it drives me nuts. Oh, especially Phoenix. Oh my god. That one song. Half oh that song god. is just her staring into the camera. It's like, girl, this is not a music video. This is a movie. <laughs> Act. Ugh. But Swan loves the music. He doesn't love Winslow. And he's but like, yo, film music. it. Get me that music. That music. I don't care what you have to do. So, <laughs> in my so, notes, if wait, hold on one second. In my notes, I put in <laughs> I was like, this man is an Elton John wannabe. Very passionate though. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I could see Elton John doing this. That's what I'm saying. Back in the early even dressing like how he does when he gets when he gets the figure the figure. Defigured, yeah. I say. Defigured. Yeah, that's that's the word we're ta- we're going with. Defigured. Mm-hmm. Buy our merch so, that we don't have. The, <laughs> the, the hot we, new disfig- defigured shirt. Defigured merch that we have never ever made. Yet. Yet. Please follow us so we can start making merch. Pending. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho. So Philbin goes in and talks to Winslow, and he's trying to get him. He's like, we really like your stuff. Like, you've got talent. and the juicy boots are going to love it. Oh, my God. Winslow goes insane. Why? Why does he hate the juicy fruits? I, I don't know. Winslow's kind of a psycho. Win- kind of? Uh, oh, he absolutely is a psycho. I say this man is a psycho. He literally, like... This and this is a Philbin is a bigger man. He and Winslow is like a twig. Oh, and he, you find, but it gets worse. Like when Winslow breaks out of prison, he just goes on a rampage at Swan's record studio oh or his yeah. main office, and those and those Hell's Angel security guards that Swan hires—they're running away from him. Oh, they're absolutely running away from him. They're terrified. Yeah. And early in the and early in the film, they're just like, "Oh, we're gonna shove this guy and beat him up." I dropped my notes. Uh, but he literally, like, picks Philbin up and throws him, like, against the wall, holding him by his collar. Like, dude. And Philbin's like, oh, crap. Oh, crap. This is how I die. Yeah. Like, he's probably afraid for his life. Absolutely. like, calm down. Calm down. He literally, like, calm down, kid. Blah, blah, blah. So Winslow um, gives away and then, Faust without <laughs> any lawyer to... Or actually no. signing a contract. Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely. Oh, you idiot. And, you never trust the music business. No, and Philbin's like, yeah, we'll call you back in a month. So nope. Winslow's waiting for like a month, and then he goes to the like records office or whatever it is, and he's asking, he was like, oh, well, they said they were going to call me back in a month. They haven't called yet. And the receptionist, like, looks in his file, never to be seen. You know, that's a bit harsh. Thing could have been handled a whole lot better. Yes! Especially in the long saying. run, because I'm like, okay, Swan doesn't like Winslow's singing. And I'm like, why doesn't Swan say, hey, listen, we love the stuff. We don't love your voice, though. So how about this? Right. We take this. We put your name on it, so you're, it's well known that you are the composer, and we give it to someone else. Right, and then he probably could have kept living. For real, it had, they just had this simple conversation. 
None of this would have happened. happened. None of this would have happened. It's hilarious. Like, how did Swan get this big, this far in the biz if he's just this stupid? You know, I really don't. (laughs) I love the film, but I'm just like, you know, Swan, you could have done this a whole lot better. Right. Like, this could have gone so many different ways. (laughs) And you would have lived. And you would have lived. Uh, so, so after being thrown out of the records building, Winslow follows the Winslow follows Swan home. I love that um, his 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 home is named Swanhenge. Yeah. Also, like I didn't even think it was a house. It looked like a, a business building. It looks like a haunted castle. A little bit, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Winslow just walks in. I was like, you're just gonna let yourself in. Well, he hops over the wall, and then he just strolls in. Right, he just walks in. And then, um, there's this line of women, like, waiting to, quote-unquote, audition. Oh, yes. You mean casting couch audition. Yeah. Oh, boy. This could only happen in the 70s. Yeah. And this is where Winslow meets um, Jessica Harper's character, Phoenix. Um, yes. and she seems nice enough. Um, uh, it's possibly- clear she's really just using Winslow just to make herself better. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I just kind of noticed that when I was taking my notes. I'm like, oh, you know, no, I don't too. think she actually likes him. I think she's just using because he's telling her he composed it. Yep. And that's what I thought from the beginning. I was like, there's no way this girl like actually likes him. Which is sad, but it's Poor true. Guy. This man could not catch a break. <laughs> and it's only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse from here. Somehow, so there's, we get to this scene where it's a bunch of women. And they're like getting ready for an orgy, basically. Oh, it, it, it's, it's 100% an orgy. Yes, but... Somehow, Winslow snuck his way in there. Yeah, how the hell did anyone buy that that was a woman? I don't know. I don't know. Um, And it makes it seem like Swan handpicks who's going to be in his quote-unquote orgy. Right, so how how did Winslow somehow get in there? I don't know, but all I know is Swan has the best entrance line which i'm can't i can't repeat it yeah i don't want to let's just say it starts with an f and it's very derogatory but look at the top look at when this film was made people right right this was made in the 70s just keep that in mind right and this is our bad guy saying it okay yeah this is our villain saying that line this is a character not the person behind the character Okay, audience? We don't want any freakouts. We're cool. We're cool. It's all Gucci here. Exactly. And I... This whole... Like, some of these sequences and the way it's edited, this movie make... Like, this makes me feel like this movie is a fever dream. Well, this movie is pretty much just an eight ball. Yeah. You're literally going on a high throughout this entire film. The uppers. It, 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 no, it, 100%. It's an upper. You're, this, once the movie starts, you, you, that's when you, the pill comes in, 
and it just gets going and going until it just comes crashing down. So Winslow is taken out of the orgy room and is framed for pushing drugs and... He's taken out of the orgy. Yeah. And probably also, like, breaking and entering. Um, oh, absolutely. So Swan frames him for that. And Honestly, Winslow... Swan probably could have got him for stalking. Yeah. Well, I don't. was it that big at the time? Was that, like, a big offense at the time? I don't know. I wasn't alive in the 70s. I, I wasn't, like, asking you to ask you. I'm just saying in general. But apparently you can have Harvey Weinstein casting auditions. I guess. So anything goes in the music business. Mm. So we get the sequence where Winslow is thrown in, in to Sing Sing. <laughs> Swan stole my music and framed me! Listen, I don't know why Winslow's so upset about going to Sing Sing. He can compose Prisoners of Love with Bialystok and Bloom! What? It's the ending to the producers. They get sent to Sing Sing and they make a musical about it. Oh. So I, I don't know. I don't know what, what Winslow's complaining about. <laughs> but this entire time, you just feel so awful for Winslow. Like, this was his entire livelihood. He just wanted, like, a chance. And Again, ne- never sign anything without a lawyer. He didn't even sign anything yet. Yeah, dumbass. But you just, you feel so bad for this guy. Because it's obvious, like, he's not extremely social. Like, you could probably tell he doesn't have a lot of friends. And he just wants his music to be recognized. His music is his only friend. It's his music of the night. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So, while Winslow is in Sing Sing... um. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, they decide, like, you know what? Teeth are a source of infection. So we're just going to remove and put metal ones in. You're just going to take your teeth out. Huh? And put metal ones in. Like, uh, I think that will cause infections, but what do I know? I'm not a dentist. Literally. Um, so he has this metal teeth now, and his hair is shorter, I think. Well, yeah. Or- I th- yeah, they cut his hair. Yeah, okay, so they cut his hair, and he's just trying to get by at this point. Um, Until he hears the Juicy Fruits have bastardized Faust. His his whole work, his song. His cantata. His cantata. Get used to that word. Yeah, literally. And So he, he goes on a rampage. I'd say he goes easiest, on a rampage. He just snaps. Easiest jailbreak ever. Literally. Oh my god. Like, he gets out so easily. Like, um, when the package he was in, does when that goes in the truck, does that truck is like, alright, gotta go, gotta go. Gotta go. <laughs> this seems pretty heavy for just a package. Yeah, maybe gotta you go, should check go. if there's a person in there. Gotta go, gotta go. Gotta go. Um, I also, oh, 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 sorry. Actually, I think what I was about to say is like a little bit later, but he literally go, he goes on a rampage, on a rampage. He goes running to death records. Um, and he he goes to like the record press to destroy the records. By the way, 
the hell does he keep getting this dynamite? Right. Oh my god, he just has, like, unlimited access. Where does he get this stuff? Where? Where are you getting this? It's just a bad day for this man. I mean, he gets shot in the stomach, he gets his fa- half his face filled, and he goes tumbling into the Hudson River. Yep. No man can survive the Hudson. Somehow gets out. And it just becomes the opening of Halloween. Yeah, well, that and that's what I was going to say. I was like, I really liked that kind of first-person use of, of the camera work. Actually, this was released in 74. When did Halloween come out? Um, I'm not sure. Look it up. But, I am. Keep going. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. For some reason, I really liked that. And, and it is very, like, Halloween-esque. Um, and this is where Winslow... Like, finds his new wardrobe and his mask, and he becomes the Phantom. Ha- what? Halloween was re- released four years later, 78. So this predated Halloween, folks! This predated Halloween. So I guess Halloween is a paradise-esque. <laughs> oh, oh. Swan's oh. gonna sue someone. But oh. now comes the best scene in the film. Oh. No. What? Are you talking about Phoenix's song? No, I'm. This is the part where the juicy fruits sing Faust, and he plants the bomb in the car. Oh yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. Split screen. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) The song is awesome. You got girls in bikinis. You got blatant sexism. You got a bomb ready to tick off. That's taking in the tone of the of the song. You got the only time it makes Paul Williams look intimidating. I mean, what more can you want in the, in the scene? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a... I also, like, this is Winslow's first appearance as a Phantom. It's pretty cool, honestly. The costume is cool. Mm, I could do with a different mask. Uh, it's... They got a bird theme going on here. Yeah. The mask is a bit bulky. It, yeah. it just looks like a motorcycle helmet. Yeah, honestly, but other than that, it's a pretty cool scene. So the car goes boom, but it completely misses the Juicy Fruits, or at least to take them out. Somehow, they were right on top of it. For real. They're just, they're just, oh my goodness, excuse me. They just come out with like a bunch of scars and whatnot. Right, and I mean, like, not that I would want them to die, because I like the Juicy Fruits, but... There's no, like, I don't, I don't understand how they didn't die. Oh, well. Those girls definitely did. No, they, they see them all running away from it. Oh. But I love how one of the members of the band is, like, freaking out, like, there's something weird about this theater. Because this is a rehearsal for the Paradise. Yes. We're now in the Paradise. As we're going to be the rest of the film. Yes. And like, this place is freaking me out. So the only answer, and the only answer to anything in this film, is to pop pills. Ex- yep. <laughs> like, they shove pills down these people's throats like it's cotton candy. Literally. And one of the singers of the Juicy Fruits goes to Philbin, and I, I can't, I couldn't hear, but I don't know what they were talking about, but Philbin literally shoves pills down his throat. Well, that- talking about how the guy's like freaking out because he there's just some bad vibes going in going down in the paradise he just wants to leave oh okay yeah i couldn't yeah. hear for some reason like i couldn't hear their conversation yeah um 
Do, do, do. Sorry, I lost my place for a second. Um, no, and we just we just cut back to Paul Williams going in and watching over the footage because he has cameras everywhere. Literally everywhere. Everywhere. We'll find out why. Yeah, we'll find out why. Um, but Winslow, like, so um, Swan goes, he has this, like, little secret place that he goes into. Yep. Um, in the paradise. And since Winslow is lurking around now, he knows where he, it is. Yeah, he knows where it is. He knows where it is. And he threatens Swan when he comes back out of it. But Swan is so smooth and in control. He's just like, hmm, okay, what's up? Hey, what's up? Well, because he knows he can't die. Uh, he so absolutely he knows he can't die. No one else knows that, but he does. So right. he just, like, takes control of the whole situation. Yeah, like, he's not in the least bit scared because he knows that Winslow can't hurt him. The only time Swan's actually good at business in this film. <laughs> he's like, listen, I'll give you control on who sings a song. Or the cantata, whatever. Yeah, I'll give you, and I'll give you your voice back. Right, we can work together. That way we both get what we want. Yes. Trust me. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah, literally. Um, so the next day, they're, do- they're holding auditions for a singer. And Annalise is probably least favorite song. This song is stupid. But Phoenix is there. And, um... I love Jessica Harper in this, and I love her in a lot of stuff she does that I've seen. I don't like her singing that much. No. She's definitely the weakest singer. Yeah, I would probably say so. And, Um, oh my god, her dancing is terrible. Ugh! Ugh, that's the worst part. It's the worst. (laughs) Please, Phoenix, exit the scene with some grace. Ugh, no. But as they're holding auditions, Swan is Swan is taking into account Winslow's like choices and stuff. Because if somebody he doesn't like starts singing, he'll say to Swan like "no," or he'll give him a yeah. tap on the arm or something like that. And then once Phoenix shows up, he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Like this is it. This is her. It's her. It's her. It's cool. It's Nicole! Ugh. Inside joke. (laughs) But yeah, so he decides he's gonna cast Phoenix. So we cut to an actual recording studio. And he's trying to fix Winslow's voice. But he's making his singing voice sound like Paul Williams. Because it's Swan. He's an egomaniac. Oh, okay. That I didn't fully understand. So... I want to. I thought that Swan was. I thought that was Winslow's voice. That no, that's Paul Williams. Gotcha. Okay, that makes a little more sense because that's I why had, Faust I, sounds a lot better. Oh, <laughs> but oh, I, had, I, I'm, I prefer Paul Williams' rendition of Faust. Oh no, I do too. Oh, you actually um, listen to it? Well, it's in the movie, is it not? Yeah, just for a little bit. But listen to the whole song when you get a chance. Yeah, I will. Um, and that it actually makes more sense that it's Paul Williams. But I had put in my notes. Excuse me. I put in my notes. I was like, if his singing voice sounds normal again, why does his talking voice sound like that? That's um, Swan's doing. Yes. 
So and plus, there's more electronics into the console. Yes. So, but that that makes more sense now because I I guess for some I don't know why I guess for some reason that I thought that was Winslow's voice. Anyway, um, so Swan and um. Winslow go into business together, and this time Winslow actually signs a contract. But he still doesn't read it. He doesn't even read the whole thing. He barely reads one page. Barely barely reads one page, skips ahead. What does this one mean? What does that one mean? Oh, that's a transportation clause, of course. (laughs) Like, can you please read your damn contract, Winslow? God, the music industry is such shit. Gosh, like, ugh. So, but he doesn't question how he signs it. Signs it in blood, mind you, folks. Yes, like no question of it. Like, oh, blood. Uh, okay, I guess. Like, no, Winslow, please. Yeah, that's not shitty. Like, please, you're 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 smart. I think. So then we cut to Winslow rewriting it for Phoenix, and we get yeah. another and get another really great song. Which song was that? Oh, uh, the song that plays as he's writing this the music and oh, yes, there's this whole montage where he where um Winslow is just writing the rest of his cantata and he's doing all of this with Phoenix in mind. That's getting getting pills shoved down his throat so he can just work day and night. Breakfast. <laughs> Breakfast. Yeah. Pick me up. Yes. <laughs> That's the answer to everything. Pills. That it, it it is it is it totally is it, they're, um, they're popping like candy. Uh huh. But Winslow is writing the rest of this cantata with Phoenix in mind. He's writing this for her, for her, for her. What was that? I don't know. Um, for her to sing. Um, that's all he wants. That's the one person he wants to sing it. Nobody else. Um, Hi. I don't know, but this whole thing, all this could have been avoided. Literally. So Swan decides oh, that he's not going to have Phoenix sing it. He abhors perfection except for himself. Which doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't. That's a terrible business motif. Honestly, like you're supposed to strive for perfection. It, so but... he cast Rocky from Rocky Horror. Oh my God, literally. No, I put that in my notes. But he, yes, he looks for other people to sing, and he gets the most gaudy, like, person that he can find to sing it. Just to piss Winslow off. Literally, he even says, there's something he would like. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, there's no reason for him to be acting like this, honestly. There really isn't. Like, it's like, dude, like, why are you self-sabotaging? He is. He's totally self-sabotaging. Winslow hasn't done anything to him that wasn't you right. You have this guy that you say is a brilliant writer. Why would you not try to make him happy? Right. Like, why screw him over? Why screw himself without screwing yourself over? Yes. Like, it. his whole, Swan's whole motivation just does not make sense to me at all. What if Swan actually wanted to die? He's lived for so long at this point. Why wouldn't he just burn the records then? That's a fair point. Yeah, if he truly wanted to die, why wouldn't he just burn the records himself? Yeah, that's a fair point. 
So he demotes Phoenix to a backup singer. I love when um, he introduced when he like at the airport and he's introducing oh the world to Beef and Beef looks like B. Arthur. Oh my god, a little bit. <laughs> it looks like B. Arthur. Yeah, we're introduced to Beef. And I <laughs> Beef is a, is all is many a man of many things. All things wonderful. But now he must do the bud the chud. Frankenfurter can make him a man. <laughs> no joke, this is the guy who played Bud the Chud in the sequel to Chud. What's I, what is that? It was um horror movie. I've never even seen the original. I've only seen Bud the Chud. Oh, okay. It's pretty but, much a zo- it's pretty much a zombie movie. It has nothing to do with the original film. Gotcha. But But it has one of the best theme songs. <laughs> Beef is literally a Rocky knockoff. Oh, God. It's, it's kind of hilarious. It is. It's hilarious. The, but Phantom of the Paradise and Rocky Horror Picture Show would be a killer double feature in a drive-in. Take notes, Uncle. I keep telling him this for years. Uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> at that point, I like... I was so confused by who Beef was in my notes. I was like, Beef? What in the fuck? Like, what is this? That's all you can say. Like, what the fuck is this? Literally. And then you expect him to have this, like, deep voice or something. No. Nope. Nope. Cincinnati to see my mother. Cincinnati to see my mother. (laughs) This is Annalise's favorite character. Oh, I, lo- I love him. <laughs> <laughs> he has the most prissy voice, and clearly this man is gay. Um, but he has, it sounds like steam escaping. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he holds his S's, like just everything. The man flaunts it. He knows what he's about, and he is proud of it. So you know what? God bless you, Beef. Bravo, sir. Love you. Bravo. Bravo. His his fashion is hilarious. I, yeah. I love the, I I love the deer antler belt he wears. (laughs) Yes, what is that? I don't, it's so great. Oh my goodness. Um, so this entire time, um, Swan is taking Winslow's music. Um, and Winslow's just holed up in this secret, like, back room. No, no outside interference, no contact apart from Swan, like... And the pills. Don't forget the pills. And the pills. The pills make him see people. <laughs> well, yeah, look at the Monto song. He's seeing Phoenix. He's seeing Phoenix. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I keep telling you, this movie's a drug trip. It is. It truly is. Um, but, so after Winslow finishes his cantata, Swan takes the last sheets of it and then bricks up and concretes this room so he can't Why? get out. It, it makes no sense. Ugh, Swan is a terrible businessman. It it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Why wouldn't you utilize your brilliant auteur? Exactly! Exactly! Utilize the talent that you have, especially if you want to have good business. And, like, I... 
I don't understand. Um, I think so Swan's we, dipping into the pills. Yeah, probably. Breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so it's finally the opening of the paradise. And um, this is where Beef has his, like, antler belt. Wenzel oh, has escaped yes, out of pure fury. Breaking through brick. Brick, cement, and tinfoil, what it looks like. Yeah, from what it looks like. But this has to be one of the strongest men, because literally how? How? I don't I, understand. I, I, don't, I don't know. There's so many things about this movie I don't understand, so I'm sorry if I keep saying that a lot. You, you <laughs> just gotta go with it. And now we're on to one of the best songs in the film, sung by the Juicy Fruits. Well, no, no, not quite yet. I want to I want to say something else about that first. Um so so Beef is kind of freaked out. Um and before this incident, he's kind of freaked out. He's like, "I knew I shouldn't be singing a dead man's music." Oh, I knew I shouldn't <laughs> have screwed with a dead man's music. Yes, exactly. Listen, Philbin, there really is a phantom. Yes. And there's your trailer shot. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's the end of the trailer right there. There really is a phantom. Um, so And again, solution to everything, pop some pills. <laughs> and listen to what I put in my notes. So um a little a little bit later, um Beef takes a few bumps of cocaine. And in my notes I said, Yep, take a few bumps, it'll make this movie better. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Ah, <laughs> um, oh. so <laughs> but that was actually very good. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so let's talk about the performance. Yes, but well, first, Beef is getting ready to perform, and he goes in the shower. He's just trying to like calm down, and he gets threatened by Winslow. Uh, Doing never his best th- tribute of of Psycho. Literally. He's holding a knife while he's in the shower. Um, he says to Beef, never sing my music again. It's only meant for Phoenix. Anyone who tries, dies. Priorities. Um, literally, priorities. So Beef is like, hell no, I'm out of here. Wenzel's just fucking horny for this girl. That's all this is. I guess. I mean, if you want to chalk it up to just that. Um, but Beef is like, hell no, like, I'm not risking my life. Literally. Um, but Philbin stops him. Beef is the only character with a brain, surprisingly. Literally. (laughs) Where are you going? Visiting my mother. (laughs) Or what is Cincinnati. Cincinnati to visit my mother. (laughs) The only character with sense. So I'm like, yeah, this should be whack. I'm out. Yeah. Like, he's the only one who is like, nope, not not worth it. This but, ain't worth shit. Yeah, but Philbin kind of threatens him to stay. And poor guy, poor Beef, um, getting threatened twice. Um, so he agrees to do the performance. And yeah. <laughs> I poor actually, guy. I really like the undead song with, for oh, this. Oh, I love it. Somebody it's, super like you. It's one of my favorites of the album. It's 
It's a good song. I I really enjoyed it. Annalise is gonna just put this whole put most of the songs of this film in her Spotify playlist. Maybe I don't know. It depends. I have a hundred percent. I could maybe put it in my Broadway playlist. I I did. It's in my musical playlist. Yeah. I have to say though, there's this lingering shot on two of the guitar players, and they aren't even playing. No, what what it is is like the guitars are pretty much like spears because they they have like actors in the audience that they're taking part so they can make beef. No, no, no. that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> they're not the not the undead members. Oh, the, the band. Actually, yes. <laughs> They're not even I didn't even notice that. I'm going to have to watch it and look. There's a lingering shot where it's on them and they it's so fake. Like you can tell they're not Is even it really? Yes. Oh, I'm going to have to watch that when we're done. I'm going to text you when I see it. Oh my god. Like I <laughs> I, I can honestly there. probably watch the scene right now, but <laughs> I I won't. I was, just, I was sitting there dumbfounded. I was like this is an awful shot. Why are we still here? That um, is great. I can't wait to see that. Ugh, oh my god. But um yeah, the the juicy fruits, I like that song, but I don't know. I don't really like Beef's song per se. Yeah, me either. Unfortunately, um, he soon becomes roast beef. RIP best character in the movie. Oh, no, it's the plot. We were having so much fun. We were having so much fun here, and then you had to get in the way with your plot. So, Winsmore kills him with a lightning, with a literal lightning I love the movie, but literally that's what I said. Like, when it's Somebody Super Like You and Beef Song, it's just such a ride. And it's like, oh, no, here comes the The audience is going insane. Oh, they're eating it up, and when Beef croaks... They are all for it. This audience is kind of disturbing when you think about it. Yeah, it really is. Like it They does. are so bloodthirsty. Yes. Um, but And thus Winslow... gives Swan an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, but Winslow literally shoots a lightning bolt at Beef, an electric lightning bolt, and kills him. And I don't know if this was Swan that won this or Philbin, but Philbin's just kind of like, all right, enough of this shit. Yo, he wants you singing? Get the fuck out there. That I think that was mostly Philbin. Maybe. Because he, he turns her and he goes, okay, you're up. Like, you need to go. So Phoenix starts Could have been, honestly. Yeah, I, I think it was Philbin, because I think they would have yeah, showed it. Uh, yeah, I think, they I think so, it too. If Swan said, like, hey, put her on. I mean, when the bomb went off on the juice, Swan just kind of gives us, like, do I want chicken or steak for dinner tonight? Literally, he doesn't care. Yeah. Everybody everybody is disposable. Uh, essentially, yeah. Everybody uses everybody. God. <laughs> Honestly, Annalise... The paradise seems like the perfect place to do Satan's Alley. Oh my god, yeah. And now for a special performance of Satan's Alley live at the paradise. Douglas Coggle will be attending bar. <laughs> oh, that's great. That, that's actually, great. that would be amazing. I would love to see that. <laughs> and have Coglin make your drinks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, Brian so, Flanagan would open the show with a poem. Give us a kiss, you sexy beast. I think that's what the audience are probably saying to Swan. They're obsessed with him. Everyone's obsessed with Swan in this film. Yeah. Um. Oh, but yeah, Phoenix <laughs> goes on. And I love the song, but her voice doesn't work with it. Is old the song is called Old Souls. Yeah, I love the I love it, but her voice doesn't go with it. I, it it's just, better than her last song, however, but still, like she has that deep voice that I don't know really my in my taste personally. Right, I don't know. It. It, I don't. Yes, I don't know if it really works for her to her advantage. I mean, with this, yeah. Like I see I mean, Jessica like, Harper if she's gonna be a singer, something like Janis Joplin type. Yeah, definitely. She has more of a rock voice to her. I think so too. Um, and Winslow just kills uh, a stagehand for no reason. Well, he kills so he can get the spotlight on Phoenix. Even though I'm pretty sure the stagehand probably would have done that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he probably would have put the spotlight again. On Winslow's anyway. a psycho. Yeah. Well, he either he either made him pass out or he killed him. No, it's I think he, he straight up killed him. Oh, okay. Yeah. N- needless bloodshed. The bloodshed had to be done in order for Phoenix to shine. I guess. Um. So the crowd loves her, and she's in her dressing. The crazy, room. bloodthirsty hippie crowd. This is. Did they just bring in the Manson family for the audience? I guess. I mean, it goes it goes to that level at the end. Oh my god, yeah. I oh don't know, god. but um, Phoenix is in her dressing room, and Swan, and now she's the hottest thing ever, literally. And Swan comes to visit her. This girl I is call so slut. I wasn't gonna say that. I was just gonna I say call she's slut. Very, <laughs> she's very very shallow. I call slut. She's now gonna sleep her way to the top. Yeah, that's what it it seems like. Well, okay. Here's the thing: it do, it doesn't come off like Swan's trying to get with her at first. Then she's just like, "Is that all?" Like, "Oh, you fucking devious bitch! You little slut bag!" I call slut. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I mean that's the way it's framed. So yeah, and she's honestly... just like, and Swan's like. Okay, I guess we're doing this now. Fuck yeah, it. I guess. I'm swan, bitch. I say he literally doesn't care. Um, like, sure, whatever. So before she gets out to Swan's car, Winslow brings her up to the roof and is trying to warn her, like, don't get involved with this guy. He'll destroy you. Like he did me. And she's like, nope, not buying it. Not buying it. Who are you? I'm Winslow. I don't believe you. No, you're not. I don't believe it. I mean, he clearly shows her his face. Yeah, so, like, she can see that it is Winslow. I can't tell it's you under that eye makeup. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> it's like the um, Batman effect. <laughs> Literally. Bruce Wayne doesn't wear eyeshadow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Phoenix gets away from him. And, and they go to Swanhenge. Yeah, they go to Swan. I love it. And it's so tacky. It's great. <laughs> so Phoenix and Swan are laying on a bed and they start making out. And then 
Um, but even then, Swan is just like not into it. It's, so it's clear. Uninterested. He is so uninterested. The and only the only satisfaction you see on his face is that when he sees that Winslow is watching. Yeah. That's it. Um, well, again, Swan. This no, everyone's just playthings to Swan. Yeah. So heartbroken, Winslow tries to kill himself. Listen, Winslow, I've been there, man. I know what you're going through, but I gotta tell you, there's another way. Emo music. It's great. <laughs> um, so Winslow is passed out on the roof, and Swan comes up to him, and he's like, Silly Winslow, didn't you read your contract? Silly you know Winslow. <laughs> you know he didn't. Did you read your contract? Just pats him on the head like a dog. Silly Winslow. So he has this like gaping wound now in his chest, but it closes. That closes, yes. Sorry. This um, contract terminates with Swan. Yes. So Winslow tries to kill Swan, and he's like, bitch. I'm under contract, too. Uh-oh. Where did Swan learn how to do this? I... I don't know. Oh, um, God. So Anyway, back to Swanhenge. <laughs> back to Swanhenge. <laughs> I'm under contract, too. I don't know why. I, I, I say, I don't know why I love that line. I, and we find out why, well, throughout the film, Swan's watching events of the film turn out you hear swan's voice it's just like distorted distorted weird. but we find out why now you want to go i i don't fully understand it so if you could explain it that would be great well it, it cut, we we see that swan years ago was gonna kill himself because he's getting he didn't old. older yeah so the devil the comes beautiful face and gives him a faustian bargain Listen, here's the bargain. Uh, wait, is it a Faustian bargain or anywho? Um, I don't really know the story of Faust or the picture way. of Dorian Gray. So pretty much, it's just a combination of those two stories. Like, listen, only this recording will age. You will not. However, you have to look at it every day. Okay, so um, that he has to look at it every day. Yeah, he has to look. I think he has to look at this specific recording every day. Now, I don't know if that actually applies to all forms of photography because it's clearly said no one else can film Swan or take pictures of, of Swan. Right. Only, only stuff for himself, for the Swan I, archive. I would say he doesn't so like I don't know if any record. I don't know if all recording material show, will show his age. I'm assuming that's why, because Swan will also look at other footage, and that's why he has cameras everywhere. Yeah, he has so I'm assuming everywhere. any form of film of Swan will will show his true age. Yes, it's very like this very picture of Dorian Gray and Faust um, and Phantom. It's barely Phantom. It's Phantom. It is barely Phantom. It's Phantom. Nah, well, it's probably the best Phantom film ever. You're wrong. It's time right. 86 no. Annalise, 86. Mm. Anyway, so we learned this about Swan at the same time Winslow learns about it. Um, <laughs> okay, so for yeah. they're going to continue Faust. 
However, he's changed the ending where spouse doesn't go to hell. He gets married. So he's going to marry Phoenix, who is coked up after one day of fame. She's Literally. already a cokehead. It's great. Well, Fuck you, they, Phoenix. I, you suck at life. I thought they were smoking weed. No, Phoenix is fucking snorting. Oh, okay. <laughs> Swan was probably smoking when he made the deal with the devil. Because <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you see it with a hookah. That, and he's like, uh, oh, what, did he, what does he say to the reflection? Oh, he says, but I am stoned. Yes, yes. Okay, that, yeah. <laughs> so pretty never, much what never Swan's make, gonna... Never make a deal with the devil under the influence of drugs. And always have a lawyer present. That's the moral of the story. Always have a lawyer present. Yeah, honestly. But anyway, Swan's gonna marry Phoenix live on Im- camera and then immediately kill her because... An assassination coast to coast will br- will give hell views. Yep, exactly. It's honestly not wrong. I said, I mean, yeah. It's not wrong. He, the human race is sick and demented. It's twisted. It's sick and twisted. That's why we <laughs> have Fox News. Da 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 da. Oh God, let's <laughs> not do that. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so pretty much Winslow discovers, because yeah. in the film, the devil pretty much tells him, hey, you need to watch this. But by the way, if this film goes, you go. Yes, exactly. So Winslow's like, all right, I'm going to destroy this footage. Yeah, so he finds out he finds out the secret, and he... He, it's like, burns, it's, he burns all of Swan's archives. Yes, so he, like, throws a TV... And it immediately goes up in flames. Hell yeah. I don't know and why he, he just didn't use his dynamite. He has access to it, so I don't know. I know, does. right? Ugh. Anyway, I don't we know. get the weirdest... What, the wedding is pretty much what I can only describe as the weirdest Brady Bunch variety show episode. So strange. What is this? Oh, I love the... Oh, God, I love that the Hell's Angels are there, and one guy's shirt doesn't even fit him properly. Philbin's the priest. This is the weirdest Jackson variety show I've ever seen. (laughs) So Winslow is running, and he's running fast, by the way, um, to get to this. um, Oh, wait, wait, I forgot. I wrote in my notes, so Paul Williams pretty much sold his show to make music for the Muppets forever. I wish. Oh, that would be amazing. I wish that he actually did that. Oh, oh my God. I mean, Paul, I follow you on Twitter. Not too late. Come on, Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is the weirdest concert, wedding. I I I don't even know what this is. This this Broadway show has gone off the rails, and I've seen Satan's Alley. (laughs) <laughs> but um so Winslow's running trying to like save Phoenix from this sharpshooter. It's, it's become this is where the high comes down because everyone's all frantic and whatnot. Oh my god, like there there's audience members going on to the stage. Oh the, it's it's a trip. They're this going- shit is fucking insane. This is it's literally insane. A fucking Tarzan's it, down and takes Swan's mask, and Swan looks like a pepperoni pizza. He looks like Pizza the Hut. 
<laughs> he does. Oh my god! So then Swan and Winslow stops the the sniper and it kills Philbin. So Swan starts choking Phoenix out for some reason. And the audience thinks this is all part of the show, and they're getting into it. It's just a weird scene. This right, shit like- is just crazy. Winslow takes one of the dancers' bird mask and starts stabbing Swan. Which, I mean, now he's vulnerable because all of the the recordings have been burned. The audience picks up Swan as he's dying. They don't even bother trying to help him. They all think it's part of the show. Winslow's wound opens and is bleeding out, and they are still thinking this is part of the show and go along with it. Oh, They literally paint themselves in, in fucking Winslow's blood. Yeah. Can we talk about Phoenix's entrance, though? Because she's doing the same dance that she did at the audition. Oh, she's doing that hand shuffling and kind of skipping. And, like, turning, like... Yeah. Ugh, Phoenix, it's awful. You can't, honey. You honey, can't you can't dance. dance. You can't dance. Pack it up. Stop trying. <laughs> uh, but, but our dear swan dies. Good night, sweet prince, prince. And may flights of Muppets send thee to thy rest. <laughs> Oh my god. Um, and the whole time that they're holding Swan up, Winslow is just like crawling towards Phoenix. Well, and then half of them are crawling with them and just like painting themselves in his blood. Like- well, the one blonde extra is just like staring at Winslow. Well, yeah, it just kind of goes to show human nature. We crave violence. It's so weird. And we just eat it up. And then, so Winslow dies, and Phoenix finally is like, Winslow! What have I become? Like, girl. Uh, don't feel bad for Phoenix. Don't, no. And that was Phantom of the Paradise. This movie is not good. What? How could you not get into it? Ugh, you know... And I'll just jump into my final thoughts straight away. Um, This movie, there are parts that I do like and I do enjoy, especially with like the Juicy Fruits and Swan. Like it, there are good parts, but I feel like as a movie, like as a whole, this movie just doesn't work for me. Especially if you're trying to be a phantom movie. Um. This is an amalgamation of Phantom of the Opera, The Picture of Dorian Gray, Hunchback of Notre Dame, for I don't know how, that's just what it says, um, and Faust. And obviously there are much more elements of some of these than others. And I feel like they're trying to just maybe cram too much. Where the hell do you get Hunchback in? I don't know. Maybe when he's locked up, like, in the room, finishing his cantata? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe the design of how Winslow looks? Possibly. You know, I I really don't know. It's just, like, I could see the other elements, just not that one. Um, And I I just, I feel it would have worked much better as just a picture of Dorian Gray, Faust type of thing. Because Phantom primarily is a love slash obsession story. 
the whole reason that the Phantom goes after Christine um, and wrecks havoc or wreaks havoc on the opera house is because he is in love with Christine and he wants her to be his muse, essentially. Which, yes, that does play a little bit of a part in Paradise, but it's not the overarching story. This story that they're presenting it's better. here is Swan. It's and, better. And that's your opinion, but don't present it as something that is phantom because in my opinion i don't think it is but like i said there are some good parts um there are some really good parts in this movie like i said i love paul williams as swan he does he's great um and the the mu- some of the music is really good and that i do enjoy love beef um and where's the beef where's the beef and um and the juicy fruits um they're like those are what made like all those these characters and the music is what made this semi enjoyable for me i was able to get through this movie wow but, but is it my favorite no and that's okay and what about you anthony this is one of my favorite films, and I am deeply upset, but I am glad you like the music at least. I will take that victory. And that you love Paul Williams and Beef and Love Juicy Fruit. So I will take the victories I get in this. <laughs> this film is a ride. It is so much fun. It is campy. It is dark. It is twisted. It is fucking brutal. The music is fantastic. Paul Williams is a fa- This is the best stuff he's ever done. I am a huge fan of Paul Williams. I love his acting. I love his. Perf- I love the set design. I love everything about this film. It is one of my favorite films of all time. The set design is pretty cool. I will admit. Yeah, it's. It shouldn't work. It shouldn't work. You. Sh- it should not be. Seventies music industry. Faust picture Dory Grand Phantom just put into a blender. By all accounts, this film should not have worked. But I think just the brilliance of Brian De Palma made it work. I think everyone kind of knew what this was. Like, this is camp. It's Oh, it's majorly camp. Absolutely. Again, this is probably my favorite version of Phantom because I that whole story has a lot of problems. Oh, yeah, definitely. But which we will still. get to in the future. So, oh, what else can I say about it? Like... Uh... <laughs> I do know for a fact they have been trying to get this made into a musical. Really? And I have actually come up with some ideas of how you could do it. You would definitely have to change some stuff around. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I would... I would make Winslow just a player that played for the Juicy Fruits and got the short and the stab instead of him just breaking into something and that's why he has a hatred for the Juicy Fruits. Yeah, that would make that would make more of a narrative sense. Definitely. Yeah, and like, I don't know, they're doing a show and that's when he starts just pra- he's practicing his cantata Faust and, that, and that's how Swan hears it. Instead of him just kind of just hijacking whatever that was in the opening. I yeah. I would have made it more clear that that's a TV opening. 
I probably would have. Tw- I would twist some stuff around, add some new more songs just to make it the music for a musical audience. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I would really change anything with Swan. No, I love him. Yeah. A lot Who of does- a lot of the stuff would a lot of stuff would would stay the same. I try to make Phoenix a better character. Please, God. I'm still working on it, but you know, uh, Paul Williams, like, like, hit me up. We'll discuss how do we do this. <laughs> yeah. Swan has also to also cast me as Winslow. Swan still has to be Paul Williams. Uh, I don't know. He definitely has to do the music for it. Oh, yeah. But uh, since Phantom is closing in in a couple months, you know, we could we could do this, Paul. I mean, hit me up on Twitter. Come on, Paul. Hit me up. Let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> ah. But with that being said, Annalise, I believe this week is your choice to pick the film we are going to endure. Mm. I have, oh, there, I really want, I ha, I'm kind of in between on two choices. Um, well, you got to pick. I mean, we can, we can definitely, we, dip? What is up with my pronoun? Definitely. Definitely. A new shirt, ladies and gentlemen. Because that's what this has all really been about. Merchandising. <laughs> Definitely, and whatever the first one was. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. Um, you probably won't like it. Uh, what oh, God. I, what I am picking for next week, Sandra Bullock's Miss Congeniality. Fuck you! <laughs> no! Yes. No! Yes. No! Yes. no. Why must you make me endure a Sandra Bullock film? But we get to see Michael Caine again. (laughs) Michael Caine. Sandra Bullock. I love Sandra Bullock. Yeah, but this is the era of Sandra Bullock where she's just releasing crap, rom-com bullshit. Oh, that's not true. Ah, uh, This is a great movie. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, audience. <laughs> no, I gotta do it too. Yes. You bitch. You made me watch this piece of shit. Fuck you. This movie's great. You bitch. <laughs> uh, I feel like striking you now. Striking me with the lightning bolt. I- I'm going to do to you what Linzel did to beef. Going to Cincinnati to visit my mother. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. And and on, that that, note, on that note, folks, you can tell the sibling love here. I think it's time we call this a day. Indeed. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in with us this week. Join us again next week for Miss Congeniality. <laughs> Take Why care. God? Why, God? <laughs> Take care, everybody. Why?